Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to jump into Revelation 4, 9-11 today. Welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week three, day two of our study of Revelation. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us? God, speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Revelation 4, starting in verse 9. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, and we're going to pause right there and come back to that, right? So going back to yesterday, we were introduced to the four living creatures. The four living creatures are singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And John says they're singing this constantly, day and night. It's just going on and on and on. And and now he's saying, whenever these four living creatures, when they do this, when they're singing praises to God, the 24 elders that we were introduced to, they've got white robes on and golden crowns on their head. Whenever they hear this, they fall on their face before the Lord and they throw their crowns down, right? It's as if they're saying, oh my gosh, you, you we're going to see later here. It's obvious that the Lord has given them these white robes and the Lord has given them these crowns. And they fall on their face and like, we're not worthy of these crowns. You alone are worthy. This is going to be a theme in these two chapters in Revelation 4 and 5, that no one is worthy of anything except for God. But in his kindness, in his grace, in his mercy, in his great love, the only one who is worthy, he has given us that worth. He has bestowed that onto us. We don't deserve it. We've done nothing to earn it, but he's going to give it to us. He's given these guys their white robes. He's given them their crowns. And every single time, it's, it's overwhelming, even in the midst of, of God the Father right? Where you've got this, this revelation and you have access to him to speak to him. There's still something overwhelming where they fall on their face and they toss their crowns before him saying, I'm not worthy of this thing. Only you, you only you are worthy of this crown. When we, when we have this full revelation, full knowledge, full vision of God, right? That's the only thing that makes sense to these guys is that they fall on their face and they throw their crowns down before the Lord saying, I'm not worthy. Only you are worthy, right? We're about to read that part where they say, only you are worthy of these things. And that, that just, right? We, we, humankind struggles, even people that believe in Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. We muddle through this life because we can't see. We can't see what these guys see. We only, we only see what we see in front of our eyes and, and what we can taste and touch and, and hear and feel, right? But we don't see God face to face like this. We don't see him in his glory and his splendor and his majesty and his in this in this terrifying environment that is the throne. We don't see him like they see him. And so it can be easy just to kind of get lost through life. 
These guys see him. And this is one of the places where, you know, we hear this phrase. Maybe you haven't. I've heard it often is, you know, old so-and-so, they're so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly good. And I, I understand the point that people try to make when they say something like that, right? That this person is is, is so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly good, meaning their head's in the clouds and and, 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 and we've all known people that that kind of fits, right? But when it comes to actual, actually being a believer in Jesus, there's nothing that could be further from the truth. We need to be so heavenly minded that we are of the most earthly good, right? Because again, we, we struggle to see reality for what it is. These guys, they're seeing reality. Nothing makes sense to them except for them to fall on their face and lay their crowns throw their crowns off their head saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Having that revelation and that understanding of who we are before God, yet that he's given us the grace, he's given us these things, he's given them the white robes and the crowns. Having that full understanding, that will actually make us of incredible earthly good when we see ourselves as we truly are. Unworthy, but forgiven. Unworthy, but granted honor and glory and and rewards from God the Father for what we've done in this life. That is when we see our when we see ourselves in that light, that's when we truly become of incredible earthly good. There is no biblical realistic way to be so heavenly minded you're of no earthly good unless the picture of heaven that you're giving yourself to is unbiblical or not correct or, or something like that right if, if you're giving yourself over to all sorts of 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 wild things that are not biblical then then yes you're going to be so heavenly minded you're of no earthly good but when we ground ourselves in god's word when we give ourselves to this book, like John says at the very beginning, right? Blessed are you if you read this and take it to heart. This will change how you live now. It really will. This will make you a different person if you believe this and live this out in the here and now. All right, continuing on. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, verse 11, you are worthy, our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. So they're telling us here, they, they're falling down and they're, they're throwing these crowns down before the Lord. And then they're giving us the reason why. It's because only you, only you are worthy of this. Because we don't even exist except that you wanted us to exist. All of the earth, all of this heavenly realm, all of this only exists because you created it. Everything, us, everything here, we have our being because of you. We don't deserve these crowns. We don't deserve these white robes. And we know this is going on and on, right? Because John is telling us this is a cycle. They do this, and then God obviously is going to tell them, get up, put those crowns back on. I gave those to you, right? I mean, this is, Revelation doesn't say this. I'm, I'm reading between the lines here, right? John is saying this, this happens on repeat. So something's taking place in between each one of these cycles where they're overwhelmed again and they fall on their face and throw the crowns down. Right, I don't know if this is like every five minutes. You know, I don't. I don't think it's it's quite like that. I think there's there's um, this this music, this singing. It's going on nonstop. 
I don't know that the elders are ever, literally every five minutes on repeat falling down and throwing their crowns down. But I think there's something on this cyclical basis where where these these guys, they've got their crowns on. They're sitting on these thrones, right? <clears throat> they don't deserve the clothes. They don't deserve the crowns. And they don't deserve the thrones. And something hits them and they realize that. And in unison, they all fall down and, and toss their crowns down. And, and again, it's not in the book of Revelation, but but the idea here is, I'm, I'm kind of filling in these gaps, is the Lord's like, take your crown back, I gave it to you. Sit back on your throne, I put you there, right? I have appointed you for this. And it's like, no, they don't deserve it, but the Lord has given it to them. And that is our reality. That is our reality. We don't deserve forgiveness of our sins, We don't deserve to be able to spend eternity in the presence of God. We deserve to rot and stew in our sins and for them to destroy us. We deserve eternal punishment and separation from God. But he takes those things away. He takes away our sin. He takes away that eternal separation and punishment. Those two things right there are more than we'll ever deserve on the grandest scale in the universe. To that, as we saw in chapter two, chapters two and three, to that salvation, the Lord adds rewards and blessings. The things that God has given to Jesus for being the only one worthy, he then turns around and he gives those things to us as rewards for choosing to follow him. The same crowns these elders were given, we're going to be given crowns just like them. We didn't deserve the salvation that we got. And we certainly won't deserve the crowns and whatever else the Lord bestows on us. Nothing else makes sense except for us to acknowledge that we don't deserve them. And that only He is worthy. Only God is worthy. And I believe for all eternity, just like the elders here, we will, again, probably not every five minutes, but on some kind of regular basis, we will be reminded forever. We didn't deserve any of this. And it really will, I believe, make us eternally thankful and grateful for what the Lord has given us. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Well, thanks for joining me today on our study. Would you like and subscribe to wherever you're watching this? It really helps more people find out about our broadcast. And my heart is for more people to fall in love with God and his word. (laughs) 